0: welcome to the defend the fort podcast brought to you by the Fort a State University Alumni Association
1: Hey Tiger fans, this is Katie Wagner, a sophomore at Fort Hayes State and a member of your Lady Tiger basketball team. As a student who has received scholarship support, please know how blessed I feel to have the financial burden lifted while pursuing a degree in accounting and getting to play the sport that I love. Your support is changing the lives of students like myself. For those who have not made a gift to Fort Hayes State University this year, please support the fort by visiting foundation.fhsu.edu today. Go Tigers.
2: It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The taco shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. G and L Tire and Automotive: Complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good afternoon, and welcome into another edition of
0: Tiger Talk. We are live at the Golden Q in Hayes. If the game's on, they're open. Of course, they have their uh, daily lunch or daily of. Uh, food, mainly burger and drink specials. Of course, the burger of the month and a whole lot more. So stop on by just two blocks east of campus. Of course, they'll have the the KU game on tonight, so uh, if you want to come on out, get your spot and cheer on the Jayhawks uh, in the National Championship game, it'll be on here at the Golden Q. A lot, of, a lot of preseason spring training baseball opening day coming up later this week, so come on out to the Golden Q. Great place to play hooky on Thursday and watch the Royals opener here at the Golden Q. Again, if the game's on, they're open. We're going to talk some baseball and softball. Adrian Pilkington head softball coach with us. Jared Goodale head baseball coach will be joining. Joining us a little bit later on in the program as well. One programming note. Next week, because of Royals baseball, our show will be on Tuesday. We'll have a Tuesday Tiger Talk because the Royals have an afternoon game uh, one week from today, next Monday. So make that programming note. We'll be on the air Tuesday with Tiger Talk here from the Golden Q in Hayes. And again, you can always chime in with a question. All you have to do is uh, go to the FHSU Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Com. Go to fans. You'll get a drop-down menu. There at the very bottom of the menu. You'll see Ask the Coach. And if you submit a question and we use it, uh, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift card from the Golden Q here in Hayes. And with that, we bring in the head softball coach at Fort Hayes State, Adrian Pilkington, her squad going Two and two on the road this weekend. Couple of big wins at Pittsburgh State Friday. A Couple of tough losses at Missouri Southern on Saturday. And it was kind of kind of one of those weekends. A great great emotional comeback win uh, in Game Two to get the sweep over the Gorillas and and a good Southern team on the road and just couldn't quite get it. Um, had the had the one uh, they got you eight to nothing. And you fell behind early and couldn't come back and get that second game. But kind of kind of how the season has gone a little bit, a little bit good, a little bit bad, up and down.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just trying to get the kids to come out and be consistent every game and and it's hard to do i mean you play 56 games so you know you're going to have some of those uh up and down moments so we're just trying to keep on track and keep moving forward and get a little bit better and
0: and we've talked about it Uh, this is a young team you do have some veterans sprinkled in there but for a lot these are all new experiences and uh and um it's it you got to go through it you got to experience it that's how you become veteran <laughs> through all those experiences and it just kind of feels like that's kind of still the the feeling out process even though you look where you know we're going almost halfway through the season but still still a, a lot a lot of first for everybody when involved
1: yeah i mean it's just it's it's one of those deals you gotta you gotta go out there. You're gonna take your lumps. You're gonna have your successes. You gotta just find a way to bridge the gap and and learn to get better from both and try to just kind of remain even keel.
0: Let's talk about the uh, the Pittsburgh State doubleheader. Uh, big games going into that one, and uh, you came away with the victory in game one uh, by a final of five to one. A four run third inning. <laughs> and excuse me, did a good job of just holding on and maintaining from that point on.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought that kind of set the tone for us. We did some good things uh, offensively with our bats, and uh, we're able to drive in some runs in some clutch situations, and um, I feel like there were opportunities for us to kind of go out there and put that game away, but that's just still the lesson we're continuing to try to learn. It's just the, you know, the less at bats the other team has, the better.
0: You got a run in the top of the first. How big was that just to maybe ease the nerves and then maybe more importantly put a zero up in the bottom of the inning? But how big was that for this team?
1: I think it was just a big time momentum thing. And it's something we've talked about with the kids is just, you know, get, get on the board first, score first. Uh, that way you're not having to play catch up. And so I think that was just a nice tone setter for us. Uh, kind of give you some freedom in the rest of your at bats, a little bit more relaxed going into the rest of them. Like you don't, you know, you don't have the pressure of the whole game on. You know, a couple at bats,
0: and as we said, you put four on the board in the third inning: uh, three, uh, two singles, a double, another single, and then a pitch change, a walk, and then another base hit. Uh, just kept the pressure on them, and uh, that was obviously the the difference in the ball game that four run third inning.
1: Yeah, it just you know, it's just we're not, we're not a big home run team. We're not a big um, you know long, you know I guess extra base hit team. So it was nice to see us go up there and just put productive at bat after at bat together. Um, And I think that made just a huge difference for us, even in our confidence.
0: Yeah, Tiffany had, uh, Sarah Tiffany had a double, a two-run double. She drives in two, a two-hit game for her, two-hit game for Lauren Beggs. Those top three in the lineup had, what, five of your seven hits in the game. They really kind of set the tone offensively.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that's just what we need from them consistently going, you know, going into these games. Just be those those kids that can, um, you know, host good at bats and keep their composure and just you know, go one to the next and not, not let, you know, success or failure kind of build on you.
0: Pitt State got that run in the sixth, and then they got a uh, a double in the seventh, made it a little bit interesting. But uh, I guess credit to your team found a way to to hold them at bay in that one.
1: Yeah, I think we just had enough confidence from the previous innings in the game throughout, and so we were just able to you know play freely and and not under pressure, and just know that we had to produce our outs there.
0: Had to be happy with Savannah Edgar. She gets her sixth win, went the distance, one run, five hits. Eight strikeouts, only one walked. Uh, looked like she was pitching pretty well.
1: I actually didn't know she had eight strikeouts, but um, <laughs> you know I think that that is a, a pretty good representation of her deception. Uh, that's a good hitting team. She just is a spinner. She, the ball moves so much with her when she can hit her spots, and she went out there and competed really hard for us that day.
0: Tigers got the victory in that first game by a final of five to one. And then a uh, dramatic come-from-behind win in game number two—a four-run seventh inning, end up being a slugfest, nine-eight the final, and and obviously things weren't looking great. But well uh, what a great way to, to win it—you get a four-run inning and uh, come from behind to pull off the victory.
1: Yeah, I was definitely proud of those kids. Um, you know, I think again, I think they just had some confidence built up and knowing that we could go up there and and offensively still do some damage. And they just they didn't try to put all the pressure on one or two at bats. They just strung them together, and just did a little bit at a time.
0: You mentioned Pitt. They can hit the ball. They've, they've been a, a big bopping team, if you will, for a while. And they I think five of their eight runs came off of home runs in that game. Lambert hit a, hit a couple of them. They've got, they got some gals who can really crush the ball, and that was obviously a, a key in that contest.
1: Yeah, we were definitely going to have to do our part to keep their bats at bay, and, and I think we did. You know, we did eventually give up a couple to Lambert, um, but we kept her quiet in the first game. And then we kept another one quiet, their three-hole, Paxton Hayes, who's been, been mm-hmm. able to do some damage in the past. And so I think just being able to, you know, minimize the damage and, and not let them do a whole lot. Uh, Lambert, you know, finally came around a little bit. But those are just competitive kids that, that hit the ball hard.
0: Guys are down those three runs going to to your last at bat. Um, d- could you sense that they had that comeback in them at all? I mean, it's, it feels like they, they didn't panic or, or anything and just kept plugging away.
1: Yeah, I definitely didn't feel um, – the anxiety i guess in those <laughs> moments i felt like they were they were composed in their at bats which made me feel a little bit more settled than some of our previous games
0: but and once again base hit double another single after a pitching change then you drew a couple of walks and then uh, you got the air, and it allowed you to to get a couple of runs and then uh, get another ground out to drive in a run, but uh, just kept putting the pressure on and not making it easy on the opponent.
1: Yeah, and I think, honestly, those walks were just as big as hits Mm -hmm. were for us in those moments because I think we took those counts pretty deep and and battled and were able to come out um, and just keep the pressure on their pitching staff. You know, at that moment, it was just us keeping in perspective that the pressure's not on us, it's on them to go get their outs, and we just have to keep applying.
0: Bailey Carlson. bit of a rough start, gave up the seven runs in two and two thirds, but Morgan Schmidt in relief, and then Savannah <coughs> came back in for that final inning to to close the door. The bullpen really did well. You get you you keep them, I think, what, one earned run in the final four and a third innings in that game.
1: Yeah, um, I think they did a, a pretty good job. And, and Bailey always goes out there and competes mm-hmm. really well for us. It's just, you know, we had a long stretch, too, where they hadn't thrown to live batters. And so sometimes I think sometimes kids just need those consistent tune-ups, which we didn't necessarily have built into our schedule. So um, she bounced back nicely the next day.
0: Well, the Tigers got the sweep as they knocked off Pittsburgh State in a dramatic fashion, 9-8. to eight. Got out, hit 13-11, to 11, but uh, went at 9-8. to eight. And then on the road to Joplin for a couple of games on Saturday against a very good Missouri Southern team. We'll talk about that. Look ahead to the, the week ahead. A State's going to be at home this weekend. Haven't had a lot of home action, but they'll be there this weekend. We'll take a preview of Emporia State in Washburn as we move along. Tiger Talk is brought to you by g and Tired Automotive and join them in celebrating their 25 years of service with their 25 Days of Savings event this month, in for the month of April. That's a GNL Tire and Automotive. They're on the bricks in downtown Hayes. We will take a break. More with Fort A. State softball coach Adrian Pilkington after this
3: timeout. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes.
4: Vision. Value. Integrity. Parts, accessories, cleaners, batteries. The know-how guys at Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes or local Napa Auto Parts stores have it all. Detailing products from cleaners and waxes to brushes and protectants to help keep your vehicle looking new. Batteries for the boat, for the lawn and garden items, and for the ATV. Keeping you running, keeping it clean. From oils and parts to filters and tools. Gibbs Auto Supply, your local Napa Auto Parts stores and Hayes has it. Napa know-how. No fooling this month with the specials from the Taco Shop. The Three Amigos, 309 Chicken Enchilada, 389 And the Poco Pizza is 219 The Taco Shop, three different ways to order. On the app, make the phone call or stop by 333 West 8th Street.
2: Come on down to the Taco Shop.
0: Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at the Golden Q if the game's on, they're open. In fact, right now, the Astros and Mets and some spring training baseball on right now. Of course, they'll have the the national championship game tonight, so come on out and watch it here at the Golden Q if the game's on, they're open. Tiger Talk also presented by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. That's the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians for 4-day state athletics we're talking softball with Coach Adrian Pilkington, the Tigers splitting their four conference games this weekend on the road. They swept Pittsburgh State on Friday, then got swept at Missouri Southern on Saturday, and uh, a good uh, Lion team. And they jumped out early, got four in the bottom of the first inning in that first game, and just kind of controlled it and went on to win that thing, eight to nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, we just kind of got down early uh, and just gave up a bunch of singles kind of through the middle that, you know, just found holes. So I don't feel like we got hit super hard. Mm-hmm. just, you know, timely and and found a, found spots we couldn't defend against.
0: You, and you had a chance in the top of the first, got a got a leadoff walk and then a, a one-out single, just couldn't put it together. And I kind of felt like that's how how the day went. Had some chances and just mm-hmm. could never either get the big hit or just – make that big play to, to kind of get you over the hump and get you back in the ball game.
1: Yeah, you know, early on in that game, I felt like we looked a lot like we did at Pitt State where we we're just putting together competitive at-bats and, and uh, you know, putting some pressure on them. And then we just kind of slowly, um, I guess, deteriorated a little bit from that. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it.
0: Um, uh, Savannah got the start in that one. And after being brilliant, uh, he gave up the four in the first and then kind of settled in. Uh, only won a third of an inning. And then you bring in uh, Morgan Schmidt and, and uh, you know, did her best to kind of hold, you, hold them at bay there. They ended up getting a couple of earned runs off of her, but uh, just one of those days in the circle for your team.
1: Yeah, I felt like kind of their bat paths just matched Savannah a little <laughs> bit better, you know, and then we kind of went through a little, uh, we had to kind of switch up our signs a little bit because I think they were kind of trying to pick them, and I think that got in her head a little bit, you know, being a freshman, you're just not used to seeing that and experiencing it, so I think it was just kind of a combination of a few bad things for us.
0: Yeah, it's I mean it, it happens in, in, in baseball and softball. It's that's part of the game, mm-hmm. but uh, probably more so at the collegiate level. And, and adjusting to that again, one of those learning experiences for your young staff.
1: Yeah, I mean I think she she'll learn and she'll adapt from it in the future. You know, it is it is part of the game and it's the way it goes. And that, you know that's why you just have to have plans in place to make those adjustments. But I think it just maybe got to her a little bit more than it should have.
0: And then game two, boy, tough luck, lost three to one. Really good game. They scored in the first, again, uh, had a few opportunities in in the contest to maybe try to to get back. You tied it in the third, and then they just get those two runs in the sixth inning. But uh, a well-played game, just unfortunate you came up on the short end of that one.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it just they had a little bit more experience than us in those situations and i think we did a a pretty good job we had our chances Mm -hmm. and and we just didn't capitalize on them. we had bases loaded with no outs uh, early on in the game we just couldn't get our runs crossed there so um you know it's it's not just a matter of applying the pressure it's you know having to come up with a clutch hit or you know clutch at bat in those moments so you know i think we we failed ourselves a little bit there but um competed and and bounced back from you know a pretty tough loss you know right away He had a short memory so that was good
0: yeah you had uh, three uh uh, got one run in that third inning but uh, couldn't get, get another one across and unfortunately uh, just didn't, didn't quite work out for you. Um, but Bailey Carlson had to be happy with her. Went sixth. The two in runs on, on uh, five hits, uh, scattered them. Didn't strike out anybody, but only walked two. I mean, did enough to keep your team in the ballgame.
1: Hey, she did a great job, um, you know, keeping the ball low in the zone. And, and she kept their hitters off balance is the main thing. All they, all they really did versus her was pound the ball into the ground until that late inning. They got they elevated a couple, mm-hmm. um, and they were able to, to snag a run. But she did a great job, especially bouncing back from day one at Pitt.
0: Well, your team now uh, gets a, a, a chance to play back at home this week. We're going to talk about that here in just a minute. But before we do, we're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
2: With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. The Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes.
0: Gerard Walbrock, Adrian Pilkington, four-day state head softball coach. We are live at the Golden Q. It's Tiger Talk on this Monday. And again, a reminder, next week, the program will be on Tuesday due to a, 40, a Royals baseball game here on KAYS the so next Tuesday at 1215, live from the Golden Q. Tiger Talk brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Des city and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. We'll take another break. We'll preview some home games for Fort Hayes State. Rivals with Washburn and Emporia State will be in town. We'll talk about it next on the Tiger Sports Network,
3: built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes.
4: Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an Equipment Service Technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. Call BTI. For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com. Spring planting season is coming, and April is safe digging month. Before you dig for any reason, to plant a tree or even put in fence posts, call 811 first to find out if there are underground utilities below. Calling 811 two days before you need to dig is free and helps you avoid damaging buried utilities. Best of all, 811 is a free service. Be safe and call 811 first. A safety message from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative,
2: making energy work for you.
0: Welcome back to Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock joined by softball coach Adrian Pilkington. The Tigers at home. Get some more home games. It feels like you've been on the road. you got a few and then you're back out of the road. But uh, big doubleheaders coming up on Friday with Washburn. Saturday with Emporia state teams that you're going to be battling with to try to get into the tournament and still a lot of conference play to go but starting to wear you you' trying to try to put some wins together obviously Washburn having a having a, a nice season they're in third place right now in the conference you'll get them for two on on, uh, on Friday, and uh, that'll start off the little homestand, and hopefully a, a good day for your squad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we just need to continue to go out and compete and climb the ladder, uh, you know, in, within our conference wins. I think three of four would have been really big for us this weekend, we just fell a little bit short, so we just got to stay at it and, and go out and compete every single game, because there's not going to be any easy ones.
0: And, you know, Washburn, they've been a, a pretty consistent program here the last several years. They go ten 10-2 in the conference right now coming into this one. What do you know about them what do they do well it seems like offensively they've been been pretty good here the last few years Yeah, i mean
1: we're definitely gonna have to keep their bats at bay and we're, we're gonna have to find a way to get to ginter's their number one pitcher and uh, she she throws the ball well and competes um and then, you know, just making sure that we're doing a good job of putting together quality at-bats offensively and just continuing to hit throughout. You know, don't don't surrender any at-bats. Go out there and, and do your job offensively. And I think if we can put up some runs, I, I feel fairly confident in our pitching staff that we're just going to go out and compete and try to produce outs.
0: And then Emporia State on, on Saturday. And, uh, again, they're just kind of right ahead of you a little bit in, in the standings. So, um you know, they've been a, a consistent winning program, always very solid. It seems like, though, you've had some just tremendous games with them over the years for whatever reason, yeah. and, and, and goofy. I mean, weird stuff. Happen. Yeah. It seems like there's always one opponent, and just if if, if, if you haven't seen it before, it's probably going to happen to that game. It seems like it's a poor state for you guys.
1: Yeah, it does seem like that's one of those teams that we just kind of have some some real grinders and just some interesting game finishes. Versus. So, um, you know, they're always scrappy. They, You know, they're always, uh, you know, pretty into their tradition and and believe that they can win. So I don't necessarily think that they're, um, you know, super, super strong. I think there's ways to get to them. It's just you you got to go out and beat them, you know, mentally, mentality-wise too.
0: And, you know, we've talked a lot about the youth on your team, and and, and, and that is a a reality, and and, and there's a lot of growing with that. But also now they've got quite a few games under them, and I'm sure as a coach this is the time you're looking for some of them to to put it together, be a little more consistent. And I I would think that's probably – Especially with a young player, the biggest thing is just that consistent every day. You know what you're going to get from that player, whether it's hitting, fielding, pitching, whatever the case may be.
1: Yeah, you know, I think we've we've made some really pretty good defensive plays overall, especially with our, our youth and, um, you know, seeing the ball hit at a, a faster rate and mm-hmm. a faster pace, but um, I think they're starting to get more comfortable um, and they're putting together more consistent at-bats. We might not see it necessarily in their averages, but um, we're seeing them do some productive things at the plate. Like, even Reagan Curry starting to really come around right now for us, and like, even though her average doesn't reflect it necessarily, um, she's driving in some runs and doing some good things up there, so I think she's starting to get more comfortable. Um, Kiana Blake's a little bit the same way, you know, puts together some pretty solid at-bats for us. She's maybe not carrying super high average, but she also, you know, missed some games early on due to illness, so – Um, We're seeing some of that come around from some of those kids, and uh, it hurts a little bit having Lindsey Kelly out of the lineup for us after that Carney game she was injured. So she was just really starting to come on strong, too, and reading her defense a little bit better as a slapper and knowing where the opportunities are to find holes and get on base. And um, she makes a difference for us, just her speed in general. You know, she produces some runs for us, just being able to steal some bags and do some savvy things out there. But uh, we're getting there.
0: Well, hopefully this is the time, and maybe getting back at home, these four games against rival uh, opponents uh, will, will kind of get you going and and, and just get you on, on a little bit of a roll. We've seen it before. It just takes one or two games, uh, and if you just, you know, consistently put out, uh, you know, a string of wins uh, can make all the difference in the way it's looking in this conference race. That could be just enough to, to get you to the tournament at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I think I think we definitely have a, a good shot, and it's it's in our control, and it's in our hands. We have a couple less games than a lot of people in conference because of that uh, postponement, so um, you know, I think we're in a good position to strike. You come out of those weekends two and two, three and three out of four, um, and, and that changes things a lot for you.
0: Well, hopefully it's a good weekend. We will have Saturday's doubleheader, by the way, over on 96.9 KFIX. We'll have coverage of that beginning at 11.40 for the noon first pitch for the Tigers in Emporia, but hope you can get out on Friday and watch the Tigers take on the Ichabod's of Washburn as they return home for a couple of key doubleheaders here this weekend. Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. Have a good rest of the week of practice, and uh, we'll see you at the ballpark this weekend.
1: Yes, sir. Thanks for having me.
0: There you go. That's Adrian Pilkington, head coach of the Fort Hays State softball team again. Washburn on Friday, Emporia State set for Saturday, both at Tiger Stadium. Tiger Talk is... Is brought to you by the taco shop dine-in carry out delivery you know the number 625-7114 or you can use their handy taco shop app you can get their full menu on the app so whether you have it delivered whether you order it to go or eat inside it's the taco shop you've never had it so good we will take a break when we come back we'll shift gears talk a little baseball jared goodale joins us here on tiger talk on the tiger sports network built
3: by paul wortenberger construction It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes.
0: The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years. the glassman corporation they have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems they're the experts for commercial and residential heating ac plumbing and geothermal systems and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types glassman s techs on the road all over the region every day call glassman corporation 1-800-662-4318 that's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com
4: Broomgard Hauer CPAs in Hazen Garden City has developed a deep trust with our clients over the years, and we are very appreciative of their continued patronage. Sometimes clients just need someone they can trust, someone they are always comfortable contacting for good advice on tax, accounting, and business issues. If you haven't found your trusted advisor yet, it's time to meet Broomgard Hauer. Broomgard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do
3: that. Those smartphones, laptops, TVs, and gaming systems all mean added load on your current internet bandwidth. And added load means waiting. We want you to stop waiting. So we're letting you try a new, faster internet speed to see what works for your needs. That's right. Stream, game, and download without wait and without increasing your price for three months. Trust me, you'll love it. Connect on NextTech.com. The best in the internet business. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at the Golden
0: Q on this Monday. If the game's on, they're open. They'll have the big game on tonight, the Jayhawks in North Carolina. Come on out and watch it here at the Golden Q. They've got some great burger specials, Burger of the Month. We're going to try it here today. It's been highly recommended. We'll report back to you next week. The program brought to you today by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown strategic allies, and CPAs. We're visiting now with baseball coach Jared Goodale. And it almost sounds like a broken record, but again, three games set, Missouri Southern having a really, really good season, over 20 wins already. And you have a a tough one in the opener that could have gone either way. You have a middle game that uh, just wasn't a good day. And then one bad inning yesterday. And other than that, for eight innings, it's pretty much a draw. But unfortunately, three losses, kind of kind of a broken record, I'm sure, for everybody.
5: Yeah, it, you know, it's frustrating. I think th- this weekend uh, offensively was very frustrating, yes. you know, not, you know, getting swept or not scoring all weekend. Uh, obviously, you can't win if you don't score. And, and game one, very frustrating because we, we, we had some chances. I think we had, uh, we got leadoff guys on a couple times. I know we had first and second, nobody out. We failed to get uh, three different uh, bunts down uh, to move them over, and, and then uh, another time we got picked off on a hit and run on a leadoff off uh, with the leadoff hit, and uh, you know in a tight game, those things like that. You just you got to give yourself a chance.
0: Well, and when you're when you're you're scratching and clawing to try to get wins, it becomes those little things and laying down, laying down the bun, and it's unfortunately kind of become a bit of a lost art in baseball at all levels. You see it and. Uh, but man, that could still be so important, especially in a game like that, where you know runs are going to be hard to come by. Yeah, you know, you know,
5: Friday night baseball. Um, you know, you're you're hoping they're they're tight games, they're low scoring, and and uh, you know, it comes down to those little things like that, putting the ball in play and and, and executing. And man, we've we've worked on bunting uh, more than probably I ever have in uh, in a season in my life between the fall and this year, and and. Uh, it, it is. Like you said, it's a lost start. And I think, first and foremost, guys have to want to do it and, and uh, embrace the challenge of it and give yourself up for the team. You know, that's, it, was, it was just good baseball. If we could play played good baseball, and uh, we definitely would have had a shot to win that first one.
0: Yeah, four to nothing in that. You, you're held to three hits. But as you said, you, I think. Most of those were leadoff hits. You had a guy guy on, and, and and that seems to be a problem coming up with that that next big hit after you know maybe you're in an, in an opportunity uh, it, it has been been a bit of a problem. And it looks like it was this weekend again.
5: Yeah, driving guys in. Um, you know, Grant has been pretty good for us mm-hmm. this year, but. Um, we really haven't had anybody else been a, to be a really big RBI guy, and, and when he's not doing anything offensively, he's, if he's struggling, we we have a hard time scoring runs. And guys need to step up. You know, guys, we need to have the ability to uh, you know drive guys in, and we just haven't gotten that
0: yet. Yeah, and unfortunately, Grant's kind of in a, a little stretch here. He hasn't swung it maybe as well as he was earlier in the season.
5: Yeah, you know that's in <laughs> that makes it tough you know and you, you, we it, it feels like everybody's had their chance and and now it's it's so in their head we, guys just got to be mentally tougher than that and and uh, you know at the, at this point what, what what do you have to lose and and um, there's they're still not execute I mean there's still I think it's just in their head and, and and now it's built so much especially this weekend it's built so much of, of uh, you know, just even being able to try to situationally hit, and it gets, in, in it's, it's in the guys' head. And some way, we got to find a way to put it put it behind us. Yeah,
0: and, again, easier said than done sometimes. But uh, you keep on plugging. Zach Bird um, gave up the four runs on, on eight hits. It didn't walk anybody. Struck out three. Really. Really threw well for you guys on Friday night. He did, you know. I
5: think he, uh, I think he was perfect for the first through three innings. So I mean, again, you're throwing up zeros. Uh, we got to get a lead, you know. And, and uh, we had, like I said, we had some chances uh, in the early innings. And it's just a totally different ball game. It's managed differently, you know. And it can take some of the pressure off. But he did a great job. I, I feel like he made one bad pitch uh, in, in the in the inning that he gave up that they scored yeah. three. The sixth uh, inning. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a first pitch home run or. Uh, the, you know, he hung a breaking ball or something like that. But uh, he definitely gave us a chance. And and uh, and then Mason Holton and, and uh, Jason Robertson, you know, both looked really good. They threw up quick zeros. And, you know, we were thinking that we'd have Mason um, back available for Sunday or, or, or Saturday. And um, he did. But he continued to throw the ball really well. And Jason Robertson in his second appearance threw the ball really well.
0: Yeah, And that's – I mean, you've got some young guy. It's kind of strange because you do have a veteran team, and we talked about this a little bit last week, but you've got a lot of young kids playing and gaining that valuable experience and, 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 and starting to see some signs that you mentioned. Holton um, has pitched in limited duty, normally a third base for you, but came through and, and Robertson uh, the, the the same way, just the one hit, but no runs in the strikeout in that one inning that he worked. Uh, some some positive signs to build off of for the future.
5: For sure. You know, he's, he was a, he's been a two-way guy, but he, he's got good stuff, and we've we've. Needed him to focus more on pitching this year when you're not throwing it well, and, and, and Jason's look good, so that's good to see. And then, um, you know, Mason, you know, he's he, going into. It, we knew he was going to be one of our better arms. We just haven't got him in there enough, and just because he struggled a little bit earlier, and, and he was having some success at third base for us early. So, but we got to get him back out there. And then uh, I thought Ty Campbell uh, had a good weekend this weekend. He didn't have as much to show for, it, but he swung about really well. Um, I think one of the first first or second game. Um, I thought, everybody kind of thought he hit one out and the, the wind knocked it down a little bit his, in his first at bat but he had he had good plate appearances and he he, did, he swung the bat really well and gave us another presence in the lineup
0: Saturday lost 10 to nothing and again one of those games you fell in a 5 nothing hole and and that just makes it so difficult and everything we've talked about it just exasperates that a little bit more when you're down 5 nothing after the first inning
5: yeah and it, 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 we talked to the guys quite a bit about it they just it was like deflating to them right away but you gotta just keep you gotta keep playing they're the guy they through was it was pretty good he had a good uh, he's had a nice year and i think he's a prospect and um with you know throws hard with a good breaking ball they had a their 50-year reunion and mm, saw that um you know a lot of people there and and uh, we did not rise up th- to meet the challenge they, they played pretty well
0: and, and southern i mean they've been a really good program for a handful of years now and a lot of it's been on pitching and it, you know how baseball is i mean sometimes as you pitch is as you go and and they've got some veteran arms who've really thrown well this year and that's why they've won 20 plus games at this point this season yeah
5: they do they got a nice pitching staff uh, they had the, the ceremony for the the national pitcher of the year last year before uh, the friday game and just was thinking glad we didn't have to face that guy but they <laughs> they threw some good arms out out there for us against us
0: Five, uh, you know, five-run first inning uh, off of uh, Hunter Parker, and uh, he's he's been battling, trying to figure it out. But obviously, that's a, a tough hole as he just continues to to struggle to 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 pitch to the level you saw him throw a year ago.
5: Yeah, and when you're when you're not swinging the bats well, five feels like a hundred, <laughs> you know, in the first and and and. Uh, but you know, he threw up a zero, and mm-hmm. and uh, after that, but just could never get in, you know, really settled in and get into a groove, and and. Uh, yeah, we we need him, you know, and and I don't know if we need to move him to the to the back end or uh, change it, but yeah, two out of the three games this weekend, you know, we we uh, we give up a big a big crooked number in the first, and it just feels like you're skiing uphill the whole rest of the way.
0: And that was the case yesterday, five nothing after one, and then um, give give Jake credit, uh, battled after that. It was a, it was a rough start, obviously, but um if, if you could have found any way to get to get a little offense going you had a chance to chip away because they scored two the rest of the day in fact they were up six nothing after two and got one for the final seven innings of the ball game
5: yeah he really settled in you know even the, the one they got in the second inning i think he got the first two guys out mm-hmm. and then a uh, lead off home or a first pitch home run on a breaking ball to uh, their three hole and and uh, but then he just he settled in we, it was one of those deals like telling him, you know, all right, one more. And he just kept uh, cruising through it, throwing up zeros, and one more, one more, and he ended up, uh, I don't know, if he threw six innings or... What, six, yep. Yeah, and so, I mean, again, with the one pitch in the second, but, you know, the, the next five innings, he threw the ball really well. It's just, you, you got to have that intent from from the jump, street, you know, right out of the shoot.
0: And, I I mean, I can ask you, and I'm sure you guys have tried to figure out why, but but that seems to have been a problem this year. You have the... It, it, the one bad but a lot of times it's one bad early and then it's as you said you're down five nothing but it feels like it's eight or nine to nothing because of the just the way it's gone this year any any indication why i'm sure you've pushed every button you know to try to try to alleviate some of those things yeah you know i i uh, I, I couldn't tell you you know i thought a
5: little bit um, yesterday early on was a little bit of the pitch selection uh, on 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 pitches that were called and and uh you know, being a little more off-speed heavy, and and uh, you know we we we've got that point across to him, and then he threw what really well after that. He started locating locating his fastball, and and uh, you know he, he did well. Like I said, he, he, his mistake, he just his breaking ball. He's got to have more intent on the ball on every pitch he makes, and you know I think he was just rolling breaking balls up there, and they were they were hitting
0: him pretty good. How much? are you guys calling the pitches do you get the catcher I mean how much leeway do you get how do you guys go about it? i know everybody does it differently lean is it different with different pitchers or maybe different catchers
5: yeah we've tried about every combination <laughs> this year uh between that and players and just trying to find something that works and it it's been a struggle um you know I think one of Jake's strengths or one uh, what one of his strengths in the past has been is is to you know being able to read hitters and mm-hmm. and read uh, Timing and where they're at in the box, and um, you know, I told him that after first inning. You know, you got you got to trust your instincts, and, and uh, you know, again, like when it, when a hitter shows you an obvious weakness, you don't get a you don't got to get tricky and, and try to trip them up, like exploit their that weakness until they show you can you can they can uh, counterbalance it. So um, he he finally, I think he did that. I don't know why he didn't do that. It just felt like he didn't have that in the first inning, and and. Um, you know, sometimes as a starter, when you're trying to settle in, it you can get hit. You know, they can hit you upside the head, and it's like it takes a second to kind of regroup from it. And I thought he had that kind of look after the first inning, and and uh, but then again, when he settled in, he, he did a great job. And but we got to have that early, you know, like Zach Berg did, and um, and then we got to score too. Yeah. So
0: and as you said, it's frustrating to, to not score in the series, and 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 it's gone on a few games prior. And I guess what's baffling is you were swinging it well you were scoring double figures and you felt okay the offense is coming and now we just get the pitching to improve a little bit got a chance to make a run but boy unfortunately it it just ground to a screeching halt and that's got to be what's frustrating because it looked like you were really starting to get some progress going on the the offensive side of things yeah
5: i mean our last win against newman i mean it seems like a long time ago (laughs) Yeah. yeah we had 20 hits and scored 15 runs and it's like where where did that team go and I mean, they've lost a lot of confidence at the plate, and like I said, uh, Grant, Grant's a big part of that. You know, when he goes, we go, and and uh, you know, uh, some other guys were, were were giving us a nice boost, but uh, you know, you're at that point of the season where guy, you know, you're kind of getting pitched the same teams, kind of know how to know, starting to know some guys' weaknesses, and and uh, you know, the pitchers have really settled in, and and. Uh, you know, if, if, if the two or three guys that are swinging the bat pretty good, if they start struggling, it's just contagious, especially when they're older guys, and, and uh, so we need to get guys to step up. The frustrating part was, that, you know, yesterday uh, in the last inning, we finally got a hit with runner in scoring position, and, and – our base runners just didn't go. Like we didn't we were able to score and so I mean even just scoring one in the ninth would just, you know, give us a little boost moving forward to not get shut out on the weekend. And so that was frustrating when we finally got a hit with runners in scoring position. We still don't score.
0: Tiger talk brought to you today by Golden Belt Bank of Hazen Ellis here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out at Golden Belt Bank. Dot.com. com four-day state at home they got a non-conference game with washburn on wednesday we'll talk about that in northeastern state coming up on the weekend we'll preview all of that as we continue one final segment here on this monday afternoon tiger talk live from the golden queue
3: on the tiger sports network built by paul Wurtenberger construction it's finally here the fort tavern and patio bar in downtown Hayes is now open What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes hi this is
0: Alan Liker, owner of GNL tire in Hayes flashback to 1997 gas was 122 a gallon the Chicago Bulls won the NBA championship and Jackie and I opened GNL tire on the mall in Hayes 25 years later we're still serving residents of Northwest Kansas with excellent service at 201 East A Street in Hayes join us for celebrating 25 years of service with our 25 days of savings event this April that's GNL tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes.
4: One step at a time. That's how we do home loans at Golden Belt Bank. Buying a home can be complex, so we make it as simple as possible. From open house to closing, we're with you every step. You'll be home before you know it. And since we manage the loan the entire time you have it, whenever you've got a question, we're right here. Golden Belt Bank. One story at a time. Visit us online at goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. As an athlete, the one thing you dread most are injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes
0: Med, 785-261-7599. And welcome back. It's our final segment here on Tiger Talk. Need to correct something. We're talking about the show next Tuesday. Baseball and softball are both actually in Wichita to play Newman next Tuesday. So we will not have a show on, on uh, Tuesday of next week. We have their conflict with the Royals on Monday. So we'll take a week off, then be back the following Monday right here on, on Tiger Talk. I know that disappoints everybody. The coaches will miss me, I'm sure. But uh, we'll find a way to uh, to get by. <laughs> Tiger Baseball back at home Wednesday. Non-league with Washburn. You actually Washburn's having a really good year. I think they're, what, third place in the MIAA. You played them really well in that three-game series early on in with Topeka. Hopefully that kind of carries over. And I know it's non-league, but, uh, boy, to find a way to, to get a win against these guys on Wednesday would be big just to get some momentum and just get some positive vibes going. Man, you said it. You know, we need some confidence. We need
5: some some energy. We need some positiveness. And, and uh, I, I, that would be huge for us. And, and uh, you know, they had a nice weekend, too. I think they, uh, they beat Central Missouri, uh, one and then uh actually i think run ruled them and then mm-hmm. uh and then ended up losing they gave up a 3 run home run so, yeah, remember, so yeah. they played them tough they got a good club and and uh you know what we did we played them really tough i we th- thought it was a series we could win and uh you know who knows where we're at in the season if that, if we could have got that done back then and, but uh you
0: know, another chance, Adam. Well, we'll see what happens. It'll be Wednesday at 5. We'll be on the air at 440 with our Auto World pregame, and then we'll have some Tiger softball for you Saturday. Those games will be on KFIX. Coach, as always, we appreciate the time. Hang in there, and we'll see you on Wednesday right, at the ballpark. You. There you sir. go. It's Jared Gadeo, coach of the Day State baseball team. Tiger Talk is presented today by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, The Taco Shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and G&L Tire and Automotive, and, of course, live at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. That'll wrap it up. We'll see you in two weeks
1: right here on the Tiger Sports Network.